Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi there. I'm Sean Thiel. I am with the American Council of the Blind of Ohio. I'm actually the Assistant Executive Director, and I also taught uh, assistive technology prof- uh, you know, locally, professionally from 2010 to 2019. So I'm here to talk about various types of technology and hopefully also be able to demonstrate uh, fairly clearly if there are certain apps and things that we want to that we want to look at. So what I'd like to find out is what a little bit about some of the different levels that we have as far as technology experience in the room. Uh, I'm not quite sure the best way to do that, though, um, because Zoom is one of those things where um, when I try to host a meeting on my own, they kind of go sideways. So <laughs> that's why I have Mika White here, who is very kindly assisting me with that portion of the process. Okay, Jamaica. Well, my name is Jamaica, and I'm from Athens, Georgia, and I am a primary a Windows user, but I also have an iPhone, but there's been several issues going on, so I okay. just thought I, would, so, so I would join the call and see if there's any chance I can get a little bit of help. So, All right, that you. sounds awesome. Thank you. All right, and then Wes? Yes, uh, this is Wes, and that's my level of technology. Heck, I kind of learned a first program in basic on TRS-80 when I was 13. Oh, my. Like, on the first batch of computer whiz kids, you may say. And since then, I've already been involved with technology. I took a computer-oriented college major, you know, which involved that, and worked on electronics, and I got an Amazon radio license, you know, and I own like an iPhone and a Mac and I used to have an iPad till it broke and I caught a couple of Android tablets that I think kind of holding out of day. But I mean, that's kind of where I'm with technology and a few electronic instruments and stuff around the house. And I, but, and as for suggestion to keep, you know, like we don't have a pile of voices. What I like to do is that whenever you say something, I say, allow a couple of seconds between transmissions. Like somebody stops saying something, you're going to respond. Wait a second or two before replying. And then if somebody needs to talk or somebody's talking, just wait for one of those pauses and break with your, this is first name, you know, like I use Wes, you know, John Joe or whatever, you know, and then, you know, the two parties talk and he's acknowledged and let the man, you know, let them have the floor. I mean, that's one that makes, way that I do. That, At least that I makes, do it on two meter amateur radio. That makes sense. But I think I also think for the moment the the hands is going to work for right now, uh, just for us to get an idea of where where I can be of the most help to the most people. So we'll try we'll try it this way for right now. Roger, you're unmuted. Yes, hello. Um I um I'm another old guy like the previous caller, but I um uh, seem to I, I used to be I used to do tech support. I used to work at Telesensory. Everybody remember Telesensory? And, I've, heard, um, I've heard of that, yes. I, I used to uh, tell, help people learn to use the Versa Braille and that sort of thing. But now I'm, I seem to, technology seems to have passed me by. And I've tried to learn, for example, iPhone, iPhone I've tried to learn it and I just haven't. It just We just don't like each other for some reason. And uh, I've, I've been, had, I've had, Windows 10 put in front of me without very much any information, trying to figure out how to do things in Windows 10 when they're different from the old Windows that I've had, and uh, need to find a source of information about that. And there's just all kinds of things. Like I never, I never used a never used a podcast. I'm not quite sure how to do that. So there's just all sorts of stuff that I that I feel like I don't know now. I'm 78 years old. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And I'll try and keep some of that in mind as we go through. Mary Hopped. Hello. My name is Mary Hopp. I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I don't have a computer, but I use my iPhone pretty much as my computer. Um, I've been using it for about 
seven and a half years and I use it. I, I can do things on the iPhone easily itself, but I also use um, an Apple Bluetooth keyboard and um, an Orbit 20 screen um, braille display. Okay. All right. Um, Abraham? Currently unmuted. All day button. And if you're currently not muted right now, um, if you're not talking, if you could please mute yourself. Thank you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. So um, I have been using iPhones for the last couple of years. Uh, been trying to get into iPads and also, as the person mentioned, uh, Windows 10 is pretty new to me. I uh, get around it a little, but, um, you know, it's completely different than Windows XP or 7. So I'm still trying to figure that out. It certainly is. Okay. Um, I will handle that in just a moment. I see who that is. Um, next up is going to be your area code begins with 610 and you are now unmuted. Area code 610. All right, we'll come back to you. Can you hear me? Uh, Yes. I'm sorry. I'm Cheryl Stanchek from Springfield, Pennsylvania. And um, at work, I used to use JAWS and Windows, but I I just, I don't know. I I got the iPhone, and and I'm all in for the iPhone now. Um, So I have an iPhone 7, and I'm, I'm thinking about upgrading. And I have a Focus 14 Braille display, and I'm I'm... I just retired, so I'm, I'm, you know, getting the time to really sit down and learn about all this. So basically, I'm, I'm pretty much here for information. All right, and then I think we'll take we'll take one more hand, and then I think. By the way, if you're on the phone um, and you hear that you're unmuted, you can just go ahead and fire away. You don't have to do anything special. Actually, that's one way on the phone. You're lucky. You don't have to scramble for any kind of a mute button when you're when you're unmuted. You can you can fire away. All right, I'm going to go to Chris Mai. You'll need to unmute yourself. There you are. Hey, everybody. Uh, This is Chris Mai from uh, California. Uh, I've been dealing with technology ever since the age of six. Uh, 30 years old now. Started with Windows 95. Uh, Love love all tech stuff. Um, Love helping people, especially. I get a joy out of helping as much as I can. So if anybody besides the gentleman that's hosting this um, needs help, I'm here as well. So just want to throw that out there. I do screen readers and both Mac, Linux, and Windows uh, as well. So thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. So from what I can gather, it sounds like we have quite a few people who are are comfortable with the iPhone. Um, and I can, um, I can try and do some... Um, I can do some basics for... Uh, those who aren't as familiar, I'll try not to get too far ahead of myself. Um, But what I would like to do is, um, I don't know about you, but one of the things that I find very frustrating on the iPhone is creating contacts. And it's such a simple thing. You would think that creating a contact would be a very easy process. And yet that screen for entering contacts is so busy. (laughs) And I was alerted to an app by a good friend of mine, uh, and it's called CardHop, C-A-R-D-H-O-P, and it's all one word. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and let me just make sure that my, um, well, let me do two things. Let me turn this, let me turn up so I can hear this. Turn on, do not disturb which I should have okay. done before. I turned on, do not disturb. <laughs> and let's go into, is, is my iPhone uh, easy enough to hear for people? Can you, can you hear it's it? It's a little bit soft. Yeah, it's kind of right? soft. All right, let's turn it up. I keep forgetting with Zoom, I have, to, I have to turn the faders all the way up. 19, 12, one notification. App Store. That's better. Double tap to open. Okay. Um, Messages. Double VO calendar to doist. Re- fantastical. Okay. Double to VO calendar. Voice clock. V alarmed. Card hop. Fan card hop. Double tap to open. 
card pop, search, add, edit, or interact with contacts. Text field is editing. Insertion point at start. Okay, now I voter to access misspelled words. Now I have set it so that when I come into card hop, I'm put directly in this edit box, and there's a couple reasons for that. Um, the biggest reason for that is that you can, with either a Braille keyboard or with Braille screen input or a Bluetooth keyboard, you can type in a name and information and it will create the contact. So let's just, for an example, Braille screen input orientation dot positions calibrated. I'm going to borrow from Jonathan Mosen and I'm going to use Freddie Frisbee. Freddie Frisbee. And I'm just doing this on the screen of my phone. So we're going to do, you know, Five 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 one two one two five 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 one two one two info dot one three five six. If I can type that correctly, that delete at Fred Frisbee. I'm trying to write an email address and it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't want to write it. Space. Of course. Of course. I n f o dot four at f r e d f r i s b y period c o m Okay, so I'm done typing it in. So I'm going to flick to the right. 12, 12, 12, 12. Oh, Braille screen Portrait. input. Okay, so I have to get out of Braille screen input first. Clear text button. Freddie Frisbee, mobile. Five 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 one two one two. Opens the new contact in the contact editor. Add contact button. And I flick to the right Recent and I get heading. And I get add contact. So it didn't catch the email address that I put in. But it caught the it caught the phone number, and it can also catch multiple phone numbers. Edit button, search, add, edit, or interact with contacts. So I'm button. flicking to the right, and now that I'm now I have entered that. Freddie Frisbee, actions available. Contact photo button. So if I double tap Changes on the that, contact photo. Freddie Frisbee button. Message button. Email dimmed. Button. So now just by typing that in, I have a contact that's all ready to go, and that's so much easier than trying to manage the contact screen. And um, I had a friend who I was um, setting up her phone and I said, you know, I said to her, there's an app called Card Hop that I want you to have. And she said, I can't afford it. And I said, you know what? It's $3. And if I'm going to be entering 10, 15, 20 contacts for you in a row, this is going to help me as much as it's going to help you. So it, it really does make it easy, especially if you are in that position where you need to set up somebody's phone and they know who they want to, to put in. Let me show you something else that's neat about this. Freddy Frisbee. Recents. Edit. Button. Search. Add. Edit. Or interact with contacts. Button. Okay. Search. Add. Edit. Or interact with contacts. Text field is editing. Character mode. Insertion point at start. So what I did was I... To access misspelled words. So what I did was I canceled out of that screen that I was already in. Clear text. Button. Clear text. Freddy Frisbee. Actions available. So from this, I can also... Recents. Heading. Edit button. Search at Michelle Spillland. Hey, hey, Starting stop help to stop help. Perform a four finger double tap or two two finger scrub. Escape. Recents. Sorry, edit. Michelle. I didn't realize I'd be streaming. Edit button. Search add edit or interact. Search add edit or Braille screen input. Dot positions calibrated. So I can go message. Message. Fred. Fred. Portrait. Clear tech. Name matches. Freddie Frisbee. Mobile. Plus one. Five 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 one two one two. So for those who know me, you'll know that I never delete anything. I have messages going back to 2016. And some people say, why don't you get rid of anything? But it, it actually is really handy. There are some people that have given me links that I've needed to go back for. But the reason the card hop is good is all I had to do, let's say I'd been messaging this person before, it might take me a really long time to go through all of my conversations to find them. And the thing I've found about the search field in messages is that, yes, it will find the name, but it will also find anything that you might have typed in those conversations. And so Card Hop is a really great way you, if you know who you want to message or who you want to call and you have a lot of contacts, you can do that very easily. Um, and if you don't know how to use Braille screen input, that's fine. You can use a Bluetooth keyboard, as somebody mentioned they have. You could use your Orbit Reader display. Any any number of ways to interact with this application. Search, add, add, clear text. Let button. me actually get out of the search box clear text. again. Some things you can clear text button. Oh, and it's going to help me see. Some things you can do heading. So if I flick to the right, it's going to give me some suggestions. And I think you can turn these off. Call your friends. FaceTime Michael button. Send a message, message Joanna, button. 
Get directions. Directions to buy at home. Button. Oh, wow. Update okay. a contact. Amy Smith iPhone. 608-555-0127. Button. So, yes, you can also change people's information. Show all actions or hide the suggestions. Okay. iMessage. Button. Email. Button. Let me see if I can find... Search, add, edit, or interact with contact. Clear text. Button. Clear text. Freddie Frisbee. Actions available. So let's go in. Let me show you another reason why I like this application. We're going to double tap on this guy again. Contact photo button. Freddie Frisbee message button. Email dimmed message. Let me button. go to the left. Freddie Frisbee contact photo but edit button. Cancel button. Here's my one of my favorite things about this app. When you do need to come in and add a contact. Language headings. You have all these wonderful headings. headings. Email heading. Address heading. So if you're going through and you realize, okay, I've already added the phone number, email, text field, and now I need the address, language, then all you need to do, address, heading, birthday, heading, is find the heading for the one you want. It's actually a lot easier to put in birthdays this way too. Um, I have a terrible memory for birthdays. I, unless they're immediate family, I just can't remember them. It's not that I don't care. It's just my memory is not very good for that kind of thing. And so I've started. Uh, for some people, I've actually started putting their birthday in. Now, if I don't know how old, if I don't have a year of birth, it may say that it's, you know, so-and-so's first birthday. And it's like, hey, you're one year old again. <laughs> but it does allow you. And this app can also be set to remind you when contacts have birthdays. So there's a lot of power in this application. I'm, I'm always amazed at what you can, can do in here. And I, I'm always learning more that it can do. And I think this app is about $3, I think. It does vary a little bit from, from country to country. So CardHop is one of the apps that I really find useful. Let's go ahead and um, let's see. Do we have any questions at this point? Yes, we do. Okay, cool. Um. Mary, why don't you go ahead and unmute yourself, please? Okay, I think I'm unmuted. You I, are. I hear that right. river reader, girl. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, there um, it is. <laughs> those, I wish those things didn't make noise. <laughs> I like it, though. You know when you do? Re- you know when somebody's reading. Like, I remember we were at a meeting and... And I, I, I thought, oh, I know the facilitator is looking up some information. I don't have to wonder why she's not saying anything. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I actually, I actually well, that like is it. a good thing. Anyway, that is good. Anyway, sorry about that. What was your question? Well, um, I was wondering if you already have a whole lot of contacts in your phone. Um, will this card hop, will it interchange with those? I mean, can you add to your phone contacts you know, your contacts in your phone app, can you add to those with this card hop? Yes, that's actually what it does. And I'm sorry, I didn't, I failed to mention that at the beginning. Yes, all of this works with the contacts that are already in your phone. The other thing that is really easy to do with card hop that I find a little tricky to do with iOS itself is to control which account you have contacts on. So for example, I have some contacts that I want in my work Gmail account because they're they're work related and I don't necessarily want those in my iCloud. Uh-huh. And they make it much easier to choose what account a contact should be assigned to. So yes, this works with all of your contacts um, in all of your accounts. So that's a very good question. Oh great. That's that's wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for asking. All right. Um, next is going to be Abraham. Abraham, you'll need to unmute. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So my question is, um, I know like um, card hub, you mentioned had a lot of different things. Uh, say, for example, I have a contact with somebody and, uh, you know, they have different accounts on social media, like WhatsApp or other like contact kind of apps for that um We'll, we'll be able to like to link to those accounts or like sell those accounts in the contact. I I imagine it does because in the iOS contacts app you can put in things like Facebook. Um, that's not something that I've uh, had a play with. I I'm not a big user of Facebook and WhatsApp and things like that. I I'm like I'm in a WhatsApp group and it's been a very long time since I've done that. So I, I'm not entirely sure, but 
because iOS itself let you integrate some of those, um, I would hazard a guess and say that with this, you probably can, but it's not a feature that I've looked at. So I apologize for that. Okay. And then I just have one more question. Um, sure. I know card hop is made by the same people who make a fantastical uh, calendar or something like that. Yes, it is. And uh, I've looked on like Apple Viz and it's uh, saying that it's, has some like accessibility bugs. Do you know if that's true or has it been fixed at all? For which one, Fantastical? Or yeah, for- Fantas- Fantastical. Um, I use it to put events in, uh, and I I have not found any, but there are a lot of things that you can do uh, with Fantastical, like invitations, and there are some other features of it that I don't use, so it's okay. it's very possible. Um, okay. The the basic functions though of putting of using it to put in events and actually that's one of the apps I'm I was planning to cover at some point. So but that's yes, okay. yeah, please please have it because <laughs> yeah. uh, I see I went on Apple Bridge. I also know that the Mac version, uh, the waiting next to it saying completely inaccessible. Which I was hoping to get like the suite, so I put it on all my stuff and uh, a little disappointed. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I'm not a Mac user, so that's not a question I um can answer because I, I don't have a, um, I had a Mac and it, the last operating system it could use was lion. So that gives you an idea how long well, it's well, been since I've used the Mac. Yeah. I still know well, enough to get people started, but it's, it's not an area that's as, we're as comfortable as I once was. So well, I'll stay on here in case you, you do something with fantastical later. So thanks so far. All right. Um, next up is Wes. Yes, the card shark is $4.99. That's what it says on the App Store. Well, we want card hop. Card shark might be a different... <laughs> oh, card hop. Okay. This is card hop. Oh, okay. $4.99. $4.99. Okay. All right. Thank you. It's gone up just a little bit since I looked last. One of my, All right. first, one of my frustrations with Apple in general is it's very difficult if you've bought an app... Um, it's not going to show you what the current price is. And I haven't quite found the best uh, solution to that one. All right. Um, next is Fran. Fran, you're unmuted. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. we can. Okay. Uh, so um, with Card Hop, say you have a, a home number or a cell number, a work number. Can you assign all those different um, numbers to, you know, like, you know, like the cell number, you you can tag it cell number. Um, yes, and I you, if you type that, you can even type those in. I should have demonstrated that, but you can type yeah. those in as you're um, as you're entering the contact in that search box. You can type in mobile and then type the number and then home and and type in the number, and it will um, it will actually figure that out. I okay. I forgot that you when I demoed that I should have done that, but yes, you can actually. I mean, it sounds like a lot of money, but <clears throat> I'm not at my iPhone and I have this love-hate relationship. <laughs> so it's going to save me a lot of headache and I probably won't have as much of my hair pulled out when I'm done. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and guess and guess what else is... Um, wait, let me actually turn this up. Because you, you reminded me of, of something else, which is that um, the other frustration, of course, that you have with... Nineteen twenty-seven. Um, Try again. The other frustration that you have, well, apparently, field zero of four values entered. Secure text field. Having some frustration with face ID, apparently. <laughs> Orientation locked. Lands portrait. Language. Add phone. Five, so let me five, see if five, I go five, back. Five. Share button. Let's go back again. Edit. Search app. Ready frisbee. Remove. More. Message. Call. FaceTime audio. Activate. Deep. Remove. Okay, but if I hit remove, I think. Oh, okay, that just. That just takes him off of the the recents tab. It is much easier to delete contacts uh, from here. That'd be nice. Uh, I think I'm in the wrong place to do that, but I I am pretty sure that's a road direction as well. So with this app, it'll be easier for me to go into my contacts and like if I'm going to send a text or an email to somebody. Can- well, yeah, because you don't you can just type in you know message Dan and then it will offer you a button that will allow you to do that. Okay, so, but, yes, you, you can, but you can orbit, do it either way. I'm getting an Orbit Rider as soon as they come out. Nice. I'm going to have to learn how to do all that because, like, you know, I usually use Siri to send text messages. And we know how Siri is. I think he's half deaf. 
sometimes it works great and sometimes well not and so it's much. like no i didn't say that <laughs> yeah all right well thank you so much thank you for letting us all right you still have quite a few hands up if you're still oh. wanting to take questions yep we can still do that okay so um so there's someone i okay let's go with michael michael why don't you unmute yourself michael michael gorman there should be some oops i'm sorry i just muted you <laughs> Go ahead and unmute yourself again. <laughs> well, I see. I know. <laughs> there you are. Uh, no, I I raised my hand earlier. I don't know how to uh, put it back down, so I had no questions about the iPhone. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But no if you problem. have any other ones, I make it back. How do I raise my hand and how do I It's Alt-Y it? if you're on the, mm -hmm. are you on the PC? I'm on a PC, yeah. Yeah, it's Alt-Y, so that mm -hmm. raises it and lowers it. No, oh, okay. Now, I know some Zoom hosts prefer that people not lower their hand once they've raised it. Um, so that is something to be aware of some people yep. because it does make the list jump around. So it's perfectly fine that, uh, that you did that. Yep. Oh, I I'll lower your here. hand. There's someone on here. It's, your name shows up as user and you did unmute yourself and your hand is raised. Okay. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Eric Calhoun from California. I came to the technology discussion for two questions uh number one there was someone who said he doesn't know how to use podcasts for me i don't know how to start a podcast um i am looking at going to one particular one called anchor.fm and starting a podcast from there the second one is uh happens to do with ad blocker in microsoft edge uh, does anybody know how to enable or disable ad blocker? All right. So, so two things. Uh, first, um, I'm not sure how to start a podcast either. Um, there is a book on Bard on how to do it. I cannot remember the exact title of it, but there is a book that um, it was a commercial book. And um, it was, it, I know the first part of it was talking about figuring out what you want your podcast to be about and that kind of thing. So I would recommend doing an app for, uh, search for that. Um, I've not looked into ad blockers for Microsoft Edge. I'm, I'm kind of torn on ad blockers because on one hand, it's like, yes, I know that the websites need to make money to do what they need to do. And yet some of the... Um, some of the behind the scenes technology slows our screen reading down so much that I'm like, really, couldn't you, could you find a different way to still do that? So I, they're not an area that I'm terribly familiar with. Um, it's just, it's something that I, I, I've played with them and I'm, I haven't really gotten terribly comfortable with them. So I apologize. Hundred set clear. Alarm calm. All right. And if you wouldn't mind, uh, if that's the same person, if you could. Okay, so that wasn't the person that I was referring to, but, you, but I sent you a little thing to prompt you to unmute, and your name shows up as a user, and I have no idea who you are. I'm Doug Hall from Daytona Beach, Florida. Thank I'm you. I'm surprised you said user. Okay, my question, you may have already said this, but my question is, how do I open Cardhopper? Do I say? Do I tell Siri to open Card Hopper in order to to enter and retrieve information uh, from the contacts, or do I do it through through my phone app? You can. Um, this is a separate app that um, it works with the contacts information that we would normally store in your phone app. But the phone app is just one way of a number of different. You know, it's one approach to managing your device's contact list. So. You can tell Siri to open it. Um, I use CardHop often enough that I just have it on the first page of my home screen. Um, so that's why I didn't use Siri to open it because it's it's one of those apps that I I enjoy enough that I keep it up front. Um, but you can also create a Siri shortcut. So I believe I set mine so that if I say, hey, CardHop, it will... Uh, come up and bring up the box for me to type into. Um, there are Siri shortcuts for it as well. All right. Um, our next question is from Mitchell. Hi, what versions of iOS will that work on? I am using 13.6 that just came out yesterday, which is still, which is the current um, public release of iOS or, you know, standing 13.6. I've used it 
in iOS 12, I believe, as well. I don't know how far back it goes, but if you look it up on the App Store, apps will generally tell you requires such and such a version or later. So you should be able to find that information. All right. Um, and next is going to be Lynn. Um, I want to say something about Siri. I have some vision, um, and Siri and I have a love-hate relationship. And I say things to her that I would never say to anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all do that. (laughs) But I, I do use, I'm very dependent upon her and I use her a lot. And I, I, but what I wanted to suggest is I get these emails uh, once or twice a day from iPad Pete, P E T E. And then just iPad Pete. And I always just look at the subject and it might be teaching you, like I think one today said, how to extend your battery life. You know, and if that's something I want to know, I go ahead and I get further into the email. Otherwise, I just swish it off the page. So I wanted to just put that out there. So is that so that's a newsletter that you found that you signed up for? Well, you know, I don't think I signed up for it, but I've been getting it for years and it's totally legitimate and I have learned a lot from it. And I just get these emails from iPad Pete. So I would assume you could just Google Google search iPad Pete okay. um, and something would come up. But there have been a lot of things and like he'll say, okay, we're going to talk about the next version, what's coming up with it and what's going to be different. So I think it could be helpful to people. But again, it'll have a subject heading. And if it's not anything you want to know about your phone or doesn't pertain to you, just delete that email. And I don't always get to them that day. I sort of save them. And then when I've got downtime, I just kind of go back through and go, oh, yeah, I think I want to know how to do that today. But the, the one really frustrating thing I have, and I didn't get a chance to the right venue during the convention, is I love apps for the purpose of I can always or most always use my thumbprint to get in on my iPad um, when you go to websites, no matter what, even if, you know, they, they want you to put your, your username and your password. And that's really hard for me to, to do. Um, Mm -hmm. But apps don't enlarge. I can't use my fingers and swish them apart. The print is often too small for me, even with magnification to see. So I didn't know if you had any information or if the industry even knows that apps are not friendly to visually impaired or blind people. So you're so when you're talking you're talking about where you put two fingers on the screen and you pinch to make it smaller yes. or, or or you okay that's never called, small never smaller. Well, I yeah. know, but you you mean someone can if you want <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, you cannot do that on an app like Uber. Like if I want to order food from Uber, you've got to use their app and you can't you can't swish them. Um, hmm, okay. A lot of so, the, doc- the doctor's offices and stuff use some apps, and and they they just don't. There's nothing that I know of to get them to be um, easy for me to see. So there's there's two things. Um, not all apps support. It's called pinch to zoom, is what they call it. And not all apps. You're right. Not all apps will support it. You may need to look at. And I know this is probably not the solution that you would you would prefer, but you may need to look at uh, Zoom on the iPad, which is the screen magnification for the iPad. Or you may want to try and um, if in Uber, there is a category under help under accessibility where you can actually write to them about accessibility issues. So you may want to let them know that supporting pinch to zoom would be helpful for you. I will also be uh, straight up and say, I am a totally blind user. I am not low vision. So I, you know, that's kind of the extent to the advice I can give you because I'm not a visual user. So, but yeah, I I imagine that would be very frustrating. All right. Um, Next we have Karen. Okay. um, Hello. Um, I don't know if you can help or not, but um, I have an iPad and an iPhone, and it seems when I try to log into a Zoom meeting on my iPad, there is no audio. Um, I can either log in straight from the link from the email, or I have set up my own account so I could put a picture out. And the only way I have figured out to get the audio on my iPad, right now I'm on my iPhone, um, is to shut down my iPad and then go back in and then the audio connects. So I'm not sure if you can help with that or if I should reach out to Apple or, or what I should do. I've never seen that uh, myself. Um, I do tend to use Zoom more on my uh, iPhone or my computer, computer, but I've also 
tested it on the iPad and I've I've never had that problem. So yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure maybe it would be worth uh reaching out to Apple or to Zoom. Um I, I don't know exactly the best way to to do that. But um yeah, that's not one that I've run into. I apologize. <laughs> That's that's okay. I, I figured I'd try. I just joined tonight to see what I could learn. So thank you. All right. Carla Hayes. I wish there was an iPod Pete and I wish he were single. Um, single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Anyway. I'm alone here and I'm frustrated. I have I don't have an iPhone, but I, I get all the apps I want on my iPod and I still get to use a phone with buttons. So, uh, you know, it's a win-win situation. But, yeah, that um, works. The thing is, for some reason, Ira stopped working. They did some sort of a um, maintenance fix, and I can't um, get it back. I tried to have them text me a, a number on the um, cell phone, and it never went through. And then I tried to put my, you know, email address in, and so Ira just quit working. And I thought, well, for now, maybe I'll try be my eyes. But when I went to um, get that out of the app store, there were there were several of them, and so I don't know which which one to look for or how to get Ira to work. And I'm really desperate because I live alone and I've got a growing power mail to sort. <laughs> you know, so, iPod Pete. <laughs> so my meals and mow the lawn and help me out, you know. <laughs> well, can't help with those parts, but you can have Ira email you a code because you're right on an iPod, iPod um, you, you, do, you wouldn't have um, texting ability. Um, when I've looked at Be My Eyes, it usually has the tagline, Be My Eyes, Helping the Blind is usually what it will say. So that may help you find it in the app store. You may also look at, now I've never tried seeing AI on an iPod, but that would also be something you could give a try. That's free. Yeah, I use seeing, seeing AI um, sometimes um, for things. So, you know, it's uh, not as quick, you know, as having a sightling about. Um, yeah. And have you actually, have you called Ira and, and worked, tried to work yes. with them over the phone? Yes. Okay. And they, they sent me a code and they said they would, you know, text me a code and it went and it supposedly went to my um, cell phone, but I didn't see it. I went into the inbox and I couldn't find it. And they said, well, then, um, you know, put your um, email address in. And I tried to do that and it just kept on messing up on me. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to try to pair it with a Braille display and see if that makes it any easier. But, yeah, I would try that. And I, I don't know, but I'm I'm really getting frustrated because the, I, I can't get it back. The other thing you might want to try doing is if you go to the settings and then you go general and you go under keyboard, you could create a replacement so that when you type in, for example, like EML or MYEML, you can make it so that when you type that in, it will expand it out to what your actual email is. Um, and that way, you're also not in a high pressure situation, but you can create text shortcuts that when you when you type a string of characters, they'll replace it with other things. Kind of like autocorrect in in Word, actually. If if people have, if you've ever used that, because then you'll have the time to carefully type in your email address, make sure that it's right, and then when you get into that username screen, then all you need to do is just type in you know whatever letter group you've you've assigned yes it's a shame that um ira doesn't work in android because i could maybe use the touch plus it actually does oh it does it does although i imagine holding the braille note touch plus might that that would be a certainly a workout on the arms and shoulders but oh yeah i mean you you could um it might not be the most fun experience but there is an an android version so i mean look in the play store and and all i found was things that had ira you know a-i-r-a in them and no ira app so i just assumed it wasn't there it it should be you might try in the google chrome uh you might try in the browser there uh you might actually try going to uh i think if you go to ira.io slash app Yes. It will figure out, uh, if you do that from Chrome, it may figure out that you're on Android. So I would, those are some things I would try. So give those a try and let us know how it goes. 
Okay, because my sightling trap doesn't work since coronavirus. I have I keep it set up in the hall and you know I bait it. I say, okay, <laughs> dinner in there. But that's one thing that humanware did do for the coronavirus. They they put did you notice they have a massager on their um, Braille Note Touch Plus, a finger massager, so that if you're hungry for touch, you just put your reading finger on there and you turn it on. There's this little dot that runs around in circles. Oh yeah, they did. I'd never thought about that. <laughs> anyway. That's a reading thing. That's, that's pretty funny. I, I like that. It's very forward thinking that way. But thank you very much. <laughs> I was a little, I was a little worried about where you were going with that, but yeah, the spinning dot is cool when you start keys off. Yeah. <laughs> How do they do that? Can you tell me? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but thank, they, you so thank you so much. All right. And um, Galen. For our low vision friends who are looking for resources on iPhone and iPad, Hadley has a great set of instructional videos on how to work with Zoom, how to work with the magnifier, um, invert brightness, um, and, and they're really simple, short, and easy to follow. That's true that they do have. I It's funny, I, I know they have them on voiceover and I've seen those and I, I've listen to those, but I, I forget about the low vision ones sometimes. So I'm glad you brought that up. That's that's a good point. Thank you so much. Sure. Those are all of the hands of the people who have not already asked the question. Okay. So there's another app that I would like to show you. And this app is unfortunately not quite as cheap as Cardhop. And this is kind of, uh, this is on the, the calendar theme, but it's a little bit because it's uh, well, I, I actually don't remember how much time I, <laughs> how much time, how much time did we allot for for this on the stream? Does it, do we know? Um, so we have an hour, and I'm only available for this hour. Okay, so you're so at the top of the hour, you'll be going then. Yes. Okay, so the app that I'm going to show now is one called Vo Calendar. I had somebody who I used to talk to a lot, and he was. Um, trained at the VA and they showed this app to him and hence to me. It's called VO Calendar. So I'm going to go ahead and um, let's see. Why isn't the phone 19, 48. Try again. And then let me turn it back Button. up Pass again. Field. Zero of four values entered. Secure text field. Double tap to edit. Braille screen input. That's Braille screen my passcode again. Portrait. Search. Search. Add. Edit. Or hey, Sean, are you able to turn that up just a little more? Right to choose sure. Then double tap to insert. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Okay. It's Car- it's kind of hard because I have I have a volume knob in my, you know, for my headphones. It's not, not the same as what you're getting. Old replacements. So let me Language see. alarmed. To doest VO calendar. Double tap to open. The week of today, Thursday, the 16th of July, seven events. On Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So I love this application because what it does, it's, it is a week-by-week week calendar. So it's told me what week we're in, and it tells me which events I have. So if I go... Today, Thursday, 16, one event. Technology Learning Lab Community Call, 7 o'clock. Friday, 17, one event. Brittany Fowler's Saturday, 18, three events. Monica Willard, no ends first. So Wednesday, it's telling Tuesday, me... Tuesday, 14, no events. Monday, 13, no events. Tap twice to open day. So you automatically then, and, and each day is just vertically down the screen. So Monday 13, you, no events. Yes, voiceover. Thank you. Um, so you, you immediately know, okay, well, you know, if it tells me I've got events on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you automatically know, okay, so I'm free on Monday and Tuesday. And just the ability to go through previous week, other month, but previous week, but next week button. The week of the 20th of July, next week, two events on Wednesday and Thursday. Just the ability to go through and hear immediately which day of the week you have events on is absolutely fantastic. I I really enjoy this app. And you can also create events with it too. The way that you do that is you can find one of the days. Wednesday 22, one event. Thursday 23, one event. Saturday 24, Friday 24, no events. Tap twice to open day. So I'm just going to double tap. Friday, the 24th of July, no events. Friday, enter new event. And I flick to the right text, and it says, enter new. it says enter new event. Now this app's been around for a long time. So there are times when it will say possible text and it, it does some kind of interesting things because 
voiceover is a little bit confused sometimes with, with the way that this application works. So I'm going to go ahead Select and type on that. Possible text. Morning. Afternoon. Pop. Evening. Night. Now they have some interesting... Evening. Afternoon. Definitions of... Morning. Select our possible t- noon, 1300 hours, 1400 hours. So they have noon going 1600, seven. They have noon going from 12 to five o'clock. Now, my phone is in 24 hour time, so I'm I actually don't quite remember what happens if you uh, if you change. You know what? Let me actually just real quick. App switcher, VO calendar active. Open date and time settings. Sorry, I can't do that. Really. <laughs> open date and time settings. Sorry. Open general settings. Here are the general settings. Okay. Setting. Background. Date. Keyboard. Date and time. But settings. Set out time zone. Set 24 hour time. On. Off. Then, South African English. Whoops. English. U.S. Headings. <laughs> Didn't intend on that. <laughs> App switcher. <laughs> settings. VO calendar. Active. <clears throat> active. So we're going to go back into apps alarmed VO calendar. The week of today, Thursday, the 16th, Sunday, 19, no events. All right, we'll pick Tap on that. Sunday, the 19th, enter new event button. Post select a part morning, afternoon, possible select hour, 2 p.m., 3 p.m., okay, 4 p.m., select minutes, 4 o'clock p.m., a quarter past 4 p.m., half past 4 p.m., a quarter to 5 p.m. Now, this was developed by an organization in the Netherlands, and so the way that they describe time is a little different from, from how we do. So this would actually, you know, be half past four. Half past four. Enter text. And we'll just test appointment. Oh, okay. Siri decided, my text phone field. decided it was going to play Character music. Mode. That's, insertion point at that's helpful. Insertion point. Okay. Isn't, isn't it just so rude how it does uh, this? <laughs> yes. Appointment. It's the demo fail. Delete, delete test. It is that anytime you try test. to demonstrate something, it goes sideways. Appointment. Portrait. No replacement. No re- language. Done. Button. Event saved. Test appointment. Sunday, the 19th of July, half past 4 p.m. Okay. So now... Test appointment. Half past 4 p.m. The other reason I Tap like twice this... to open. The other reason I like this application... Event. Test appointment. Half past 4 p.m. Test appointment. Tap twice to change. Half past 4 p.m. Tap twice to check back. back. More options. Sunday, the 9th. Half past 4 p. Sunday, the 19th of July. Tap twice to move. Possible tap. Move event. One week forward to Sunday, 26. One day forward to Monday, 20. One day back to Saturday, 18. Back button. So it's really easy to move an appointment with this. So VO Calendar is, as last I remember, it was about $10. So it's a little bit more expensive. But if you think about it, they're developing a calendar that's for voiceover users. We're a very small portion of the market. So, I mean, it, it's not like people are running out in droves to buy, <laughs> you know, to buy a calendar specifically for, for voiceover. So it's a little bit more expensive than, for example, Card Hop or even, uh, well, actually, Fantastical is a, is a subscription at the moment. So that's changed a little bit, too, from when I started, uh, when I started using it. So that is an app, and let me tell you something. If it's if it's not written on my calendar, I'm probably not going to remember. So I I use this app uh, quite a bit um, because it just makes it so easy to know when you're free, and it will work with any calendar that you've set up. So like, even if I set stuff up on my work Gmail calendar, as long as it's in iOS itself, it will show up there. It it doesn't. I don't know if it lets you change what calendar an event is on. I don't know if you can do that with this event, but with this application, but uh, Fantastical, which we'll look, we might look at another time, it will let you do app that. Switcher. Let's see if we have... App switcher. So, uh, we've settings, only got active. about five so minutes three left. Fingers Let's to see if the we app. have any last-minute questions before we finish up for today. Yes, if you have any questions, please raise your hands. I'm going to go to Stephanie. Hi there. How are you this evening? Good. How are you? <clears throat> Doing fine. Thank you. And I apologize in advance if you have addressed this question regarding card hop. I had to step away and take another call. But what I'm wondering <clears throat> is whether you can open card hop once I download the app, get it all set up. Can mm-hmm. I open it and edit my contacts or do I have to? Start fresh. 
and create contacts. There is, you can... Vocal to doist. Let me see if voice I can clock. find it. Days until voice to doist. Fantastic. There is a button where Double you can go and look at all of your contacts, um, as well as those that you've contacted or added recently. You can go through and, and look at all of your contacts there, yes. Okay, so then it will take all of the contacts. Just to be clear, it will take all the contacts that I have in my contacts currently once I get the app set up and um, bring them in or enable me to edit because what I'm concerned about is for some reason with a various update of the iOS 13, whatever one we're on, mm-hmm. uh, somehow I'm starting getting duplications and I, I thought, oh, okay, I don't recall making a duplicate of this, that, and the other. Now I see that it's several duplications. So something's gone squirrely, but I want to be able to use card hop to edit and delete and update. I believe it does. I believe it does have facility for duplicate contacts. I'm going to knock on my head right now because at the moment I don't have any and I don't want any. Right? Um, so no, you don't. I don't no, know no, how. Don't. <laughs> I, I yeah. I have read in its in its description though that it does have that ability and their help is pretty good. So um, yeah. that that is something I believe you can do. It's just an alternate way of editing the contacts that are already on your phone. It's not. Yeah doing anything uh right it's not like its own separate copy all right no that that's great thank you so much excellent presentation yep let's see if we can't take one more question fran has her hand up go ahead fran can you hear me yes yes sean are you gonna do this like every week or every so often or yes i'm i'm planning to do this every week i've put it on a thursday which i don't usually have much going on on thursday so mm-hmm. i'm hoping to keep this going especially you know depending on how people are finding this and, and stuff like that but really this is a this is kind of a first time i didn't know that i was going to be streaming so that was a little scary <laughs> um, because i just i don't know i missed the memo somewhere oops um, but so this is a, a very new experience for me as far as doing one of these calls um so but yes i am look i i would like to uh do it weekly so long as everything um, continues to go well well i'm the streamer I'm and i th- because I, I think this is really awesome and every little glitch of you know glimpse of information I can gleam is that makes me that much well smarter. Yep, and glitches are helpful too because you see I'm gonna everybody step in has real them. quick and All right. Debbie, you Sean, you did a great right? job. Yes. I thought you. you did a yes, great you, you job. Really I have, Thank you. I've seen you on list, but wow, you are awesome. Thank well, you. And, and I also am on we. Uh, my coworker and I do a show on Voice Core, which is our radio reading service. So I'm not entirely new to radio, but wow. no, <laughs> but still, and I you're, am new to doing this technology. Yeah, you did a phenomenal great. job. It yes, was great. Great. Thank you. 